Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Europe feels the sting. Your news recap. And Royce and I talk about me getting a new job on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend, starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for April 2020. I'm Joshua Stark. Europe's economies are heading for unprecedented recessions as a result of lockdown measures put in place by governments to get a grip on the coronavirus pandemic. The scale of the decline in business activity recorded in monthly surveys was staggering, worse than even the most pessimistic forecasts, and is likely to lend urgency to discussions of European Union leaders about a rescue support package. The harsh lockdown measures to slow the spread of COVID-19 have crippled economic activity across the continent said Florian Hintz, a European economist at Berenberg Bank. EU leaders will hold a virtual summit Thursday at which they are expected to endorse a financial aid package worth 540 billion euros that would help support wages, keep companies afloat, and fund healthcare systems. EU institutions and nations have already mobilized around 3.3 trillion euros. If Thursday's surveys are anything to go by, Europe is going to need all all of that. Financial information firm IHS Market says its purchasing managers index for the Eurozone, a measure of economic activity, plummeted to an all-time low of 13.5 points. More after this. Help. Ajuda. Bangju. Edem. Help. In the wake of a disaster, there are many people from all backgrounds and all walks of life who need help. Help is available through FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency. We're here to provide help to all those who need it. Help. Help. If you or someone you know has been affected by a disaster, call us at 800-621-FEMA. If your home or property has been damaged or destroyed, you've lost your job or income, or face other emergency needs. Please call the Federal Emergency Management Agency at 800-621-FEMA. FEMA. Help is here. A public service message brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. More than 4.4 million laid-off workers applied for U.S. unemployment benefits last week as job cuts escalated across an economy that remains all but shut down, the government said Thursday. Roughly 26 million people now have filed for jobless aid in the past five weeks since the coronavirus outbreak began, forcing millions of employers to close their doors. About one in six American workers have lost their jobs in the past five weeks, by far the worst string of layoffs on 
record. That's more than the record of number of people who live in the 10 largest U.S. cities combined. Economists have forecast that the unemployment rate for April could go as high as 20%. The enormous magnitude of job cuts has plunged the U.S. economy into the worst economic crisis since the Great Depression of the 1930s. Some economists say the nation's output could shrink by twice the amount that it did during the Great Recession, which ended in 2009. We know that we're asking Americans to do a lot right now. So we're asking everyone to be selfless for others so that we can protect those who are most susceptible to this virus. A question I often get asked is why should young people care about the spread of coronavirus? Well, we know that people with underlying medical conditions over the age of 60 are at highest risk, but they've got to get it from somebody. Social distancing is really physical separation of people. It's what we refer to when we ask people to stay at least six feet apart. Not going to bars, not going to restaurants, not going to theaters where there are a lot of people. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others who might actually be infected or infect you. We all have a role to play in preventing person-to-person -person spread of this disease, which can be deadly for vulnerable groups. For more information on how you can social distance, please go to coronavirus.gov. Research, fundamental experience, technical analysis, statistical probability. It's what sets us apart, and it's what will get you to stop watching and start living. Every day we track over 8,700 stocks to give you a list for over 131 disciplines and suggested entry and exit prices for each, not to mention how much we expect it to move on a daily basis. Stop watching and start living. Get started today at arbitragetrade.com. In this issue of State of the Bands, yes, organ cleaning can be fun. Help, U.S. cryptocurrency. You're our last hope. Stock market crash and going to cash. Not in my backyard, utensils. Go back to China. Metal doesn't grow on trees, or does it? And is spring break broke? All this and more in this edition of Arbitrage State of the Bands, available at arbitragetrade.com. I don't know what those things are, but I know one person that does. It's Mr. Royce Wells. He's founder and CEO of Arbitrage Trade, and he just happens to be sitting right here with me. Hi, Royce. How's it going? Pretty good, Josh. How have you been? Uh, coronavirus. Yeah, it's been impacting a lot of people lately. But um, this year, we have found something rather cool. Uh, with the coronavirus, um, the people who survive it, they have been uh, said to have lung damage. Uh, well, this year, uh, a medical treatment has been discovered that will allow us to treat and possibly replace their existing lung with another. In previous history, if someone had a damaged lung, they would have to get on a waiting list and they would have to wait for a donor and their blood types would have to match. Even if they did find a donor and was able to survive the condition long enough to get their donor and long enough to have the surgery, there would still be a chance that the organ would be refused by their body, uh, which means they had to take a whole bunch of additional medication to make their body not reject the new organ. Well, earlier this year, 
we figured out a way to not only take it out, we put them on a different machine and let the machine breed for them while they clean the lung and then they put it back in their body. Doing so, it's their own organ so the body doesn't try to reject it and it's a much neater and cleaner and quicker process. So there's a lot of good stuff going on with the new cleaner organs that are your own. Yeah, you know, I can see a lot of use for that uh, with like, for example, cystic fibrosis patients. I had a friend of mine in college who had cystic fibrosis and unfortunately his transplant rejected and that didn't work out for him. Oh, sorry to hear that. But I can definitely see some hope for cystic fibrosis patients as well as what cancer patients that's something yeah lung cancer is a big deal um so not only with COVID 19 but lung cancer it was the number one culprit for killing people off who had damaged lungs i think there's there's only about 31 to a 50 percent mortality rate on it of them actually surviving it so basically it was pretty bad with this new procedure it will give a lot of cancer patients hope and a lot of other people who need other organs like for example a heart transplant that may be possible now where basically they fix it repair the damage and put it right back in nice nice that is really cool only in america actually this was in israel when they started that actually that was in israel Good to know. Good to know. Hey, I'm trying here. Actually, you know something that's really cool about organs? Every time you move an organ or a piano, you have to retune it. Did you know that? Oh, you're talking a different type of organ. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but it still fits. It it still fits. It still fits. And you have to retune it every time you move it. That's due to to some temperature changes and humidity changes in the air and that sort of thing and the physical stress on the frame. But organ tuners, man, and piano tuners, they make like eighty five to two hundred and sixty five dollars an hour. I wow. quit. Um We'll be right back. (laughs) We'll be right back on Arbitrage Trade State of the Bands, where it may just be Royce. I don't know. Anybody need an organ tuner? We know that we're asking Americans to do a lot right now. So we're asking everyone to be selfless for others so that we can protect those who are most susceptible to this virus. A question I often get asked is, why should young people care about the spread of coronavirus? Well, we know that people with underlying medical conditions over the age of 60 are at highest risk, but they've got to get it from somebody. Social distancing is really physical separation of people. It's what we refer to when we ask people to stay at least six feet apart. Not going to bars, not going to restaurants, not going to theaters where there are a lot of people. It all just means physical separation so that you have a space between you and others who might actually be infected or infect you. We all have a role to play in preventing person-to-person spread of this disease, which can be deadly for vulnerable groups. For more information on how you can social distance, please go to coronavirus.gov. Welcome, traders, to Winners and Losers Finance Edition. Our first winner up 109% is a real estate investment trust, which engages in the acquisition, investment, finance, and management of mortgage-related and residential housing-related assets. Its objective is to deliver long-term stable distributions to its stockholders over changing economic conditions through a combination of net interest margin and capital gains from a diversified investment portfolio. New York Mortgage Trust, symbol NYMTP, is at 1732. 
Next up, by 81%, a managed, non-diversified, closed-end management investment company, which engages in the business of being a direct lender targeting debt investments in privately held lower middle market companies located in the United States. Its investment objective is to generate returns primarily by originating and investing in senior secured loans, including first lien and second lien facilities, to performing lower middle market companies across a range of industries. Whitehorse Finance, symbol WHF, is at 1018. First up in the losers category this time, down 17% as a company which engages in the operation of an online credit marketplace for borrowers and investors. It offers personal, business, auto refinance, K-12 education loans, and patient solutions. The company was founded by Renaud Laplanche and Solomon Hittite on October 2nd, 2006 and is headquartered in San Francisco, California. Lending Club, symbol LC, is at $6.70 a share. Next, down 9%, this company engages in the purchase, collection, and management of portfolios of defaulted consumer receivables. It focuses on the acquisition, collection, and processing of both unpaid and natural course accounts receivable, original owed to credit grantors, governments, retailers, and others. The company was founded by Steve Fredrickson and Kevin Stevenson on March 20, 1996, and is headquartered in Norfolk, Virginia. PRA Group, symbol PRAA, is at $25.13. Last, down 8%, is a company that engages in the provision of consumer financial services. Its products include small, large, and retail installment loans. It also offers optional payment and collateral protection insurance products. The company was founded by Richard Godley and C. Glenn Quattlebaum on March 25, 1987, and is headquartered in Greer, South Carolina. Regional management, symbol RM, is at 12.58 at the time of this recording. Winners and losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice in trading. Percentages and stock prices were current as of time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the contents of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. 
Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hey, it's Josh. You know we talk about some of the tools we have here at Arbitrage Trade, and one of the most essential tools we use is TradingView. TradingView is fast becoming one of the most popular charting tools in the industry. With its easy-to-use drawing tools, indicators, and social network integration, traders have a complete set of tools to perform technical analysis and share ideas. We use TradingView's indicators as part of the Arbitrage system, and you can too at arbitragetrade.com forward slash tradingview. And we're back with Mr. Royce Wells because I decided I didn't want to do piano or organ tuning. Royce, how's it going? Pretty good, Josh, and thanks for staying. You know what? I figured what the heck. So I'm getting paid at least. Yeah, I think I'm going to change it to cryptocurrency though, Josh. That sounds good to me. I think I'll take one Bitcoin a month. Um, How about one Satoshi? How about 10 Ethereum? Nah, I'm thinking how about U.S. currency, a U.S. coin? Oh, hey, let's talk about that. Yeah, it's it's equal to a U.S. dollar, so it spends about the same. As of October 2019, there are over 2,900 cryptocurrencies out there. And did you know, for the longest time, the U.S. dollar has been the, in the seat of power for uh, governing world events. So the U.S. is not just going to let 2,900 new upstarts uh, take its place. So the U.S. has come out with its own coin, right? And with that coin, that allows them to play in the marketplace and still possibly have a ledger on what's happening in both the crypto coin world as well as the paper money world, right? So everyone's been saying, okay, well, why would we switch to this? Why is it important, right? The technology itself that these cryptocurrencies are based on is called blockchain. Blockchain was introduced when Bitcoin was introduced. It basically is a ledger, but it's decentralized, so no one country owns it. Typically, the U.S. would not like that because they have no way of preventing money laundering or repatriating of money, or they they can't control the flow of money, so they want to make sure that they still somehow stay in that seat. So they created their own coin based on Ethereum as well, and they released it about, I want to say about 10 or so months ago, and slowly you'll see cryptocurrency ATMs showing throughout the US and don't be don't be shy you can step right up to it and buy your share of cryptocurrency in US dollars and it spends one for one like a dollar so they're embracing the fact that hey cryptocurrency is here to stay and they're taking actions to be a player in the game as opposed to sitting on the sidelines it seems like to me everybody's got their own cryptocurrency these days have you made your own cryptocurrency yet yes i have actually Really? Yeah, we have ArbCoin. ArbCoin? Yes, sir. Nice. Thank you for stealing my thunder, though, Josh. You join (laughs) such big players as Amazon and Facebook, but there's other stuff. I mean, there's like Dogecoin and XRP and and Ethereum and and all these other coins. I believe Bill Gates even said that Dogecoin is going to be the uh, coin to have this year. Dogecoin. Yeah, I don't have any yet, but with all these... All these entities making currency, it makes me think about physical currency a little bit. No physical currency, most physical currency at least, isn't even backed by anything physical like gold or silver. There's been a transition to fiat currency or or uh, being backed by the in- issuing entity's credit score for, for like a long time. Matter yeah. of fact... It's you- like, sure, pay me. Or as they say, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger I can have today. 
Yeah, yeah. And fiat currency is just a current, just a country's official currency. Yes, um, that means they declare. They're like, this is my currency. This and, is and, currency. And, and that declaration makes it backed by them. This dry erase marker is worth one Josh coin. Yes, that's about right. But we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 there's high demand for that marker. I know, especially <laughs> around here. <laughs> so, more after this on Arbitrage Trade State of the Bands. That's my marker, Royce. No, give it back. Darn it. See on page four that the projections need to be tornado next Thursday. Seriously? Thursday? Can't do that. Uh uh-uh. uh. This is really inconvenient. I have yoga that day. I have no time for this. So. I can't do Thursday, but I can do Friday. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. We're all doing a lot. A lot of swiping, streaming, scrolling, double tapping, and social media stalking. A whole lot of nothing. You're probably scrolling right now. While we think a certain red heart is giving us life, we're neglecting the one that actually does. So let's take a stand against sitting. Let's care more about strolling than scrolling. Let's take charge of our health. Let's make moves together, starting now. I mean, now. China. We've been hearing a lot about it, especially Wuhan, Hubei province, China, recently because of our current pandemic. Wuhan is the largest city in Hubei and is the ninth most populous city in China, with over 1,100 million people residing in the city. What you haven't heard about recently is a city roughly 919 kilometers, 571 miles away from Wuhan. It's Hong Kong. If you reside in the U.S., this is similar to the distance you would have to drive for about nine and a half hours from Memphis to Houston. You may recall that in 2019, there was unrest building because the people of Hong Kong there were against a bill that was proposed in April of 2019 that would allow criminal suspects to be extradited to mainland China. That doesn't sound like a big deal, but if passed, it would potentially give the Chinese government greater influence over Hong Kong and could be used to target activists and journalists. Even when the bill for this was pulled in September of 2019, the protests continued as activists demanded a more democratic system from their government. The clash between police and activists became more and more violent and eventually escalated to police using brute force on the people of China, resulting in deaths. Fun fact, China is one of 17 mega-diverse countries with two of the world's major eco-zones, the Palearctic and the Indo-Malaya. China has over 34,687 species of animals and vascular plants, making it the third most biodiverse country in the world after Brazil and Colombia. There is not a lot of news available about the status of Hong Kong and the protested bill. However, we do know one thing first, that COVID-19 has effectively ended the gathering of large groups, either through illness or government-mandated curfew. Metal doesn't grow on trees, does it? Well, technically no, but there's gold in them there plants. Well, maybe there will be in the near future. 
Australian scientists at a lab at the University of Queensland in Brisbane, Australia, have been experimenting with heavy metal hyperaccumulating plants. A hyperaccumulating plant, also referred to as a hyperaccumulator, is one that can grow on metalliferous soils and can accumulate extraordinarily high amounts of heavy metals within its aerial organs without suffering phytotoxic effects. There are three traits that all hyperaccumulators have. An enhanced rate of heavy metal uptake, a faster route to shoot translocation, and a greater ability to detoxify and sequester heavy metals in its leaves. Why does this even matter? Two words, strip mining. In case you didn't know, strip mining makes up about 40% of all mining. The method is exactly how it sounds. Layers of soil and rock get scraped or blasted away to get the coal or metals buried near the surface. Even though it is more destructive, it is the preferred preferred mining method as the labor required is small and strip mining yields more coal than underground mining. This is precisely why hyperaccumulating plants matter. The current goal is to be able to harvest valuable metals from these plants such as nickel, zinc, and cobalt. So far, the Australian team has discovered about 25 species of hyperaccumulators that could be used for phyto-mining farms. The group of scientists have already begun to do live testing with these plants and in the correct environment just one mature tree of the right species could contain up to 11 pounds of nickel. Fun fact the first European sighting of Australia was recorded in 1606 by the Dutch. If getting the most out of your investment is important to you, then beware of cheap entertainment when planning your next party. Omega Sound and Entertainment is a Hall of Fame mobile DJ company that travels the country, specializing in once-in-a-lifetime events from weddings and private parties to corporate events and more. For your once-in-a-lifetime event, invest wisely. Invest where the search for premier entertainment ends. Omega Sound and Entertainment. Online at omegasounddjs.com or omegasounddjs on Instagram. Invest in stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptocurrencies, all commission-free, right from your phone or desktop. Access professional research reports, trade on margin, and make bigger instant deposits with Robinhood Gold, all starting at $5 a month. It only takes a few minutes to take control of your financial future. Sign up now to start investing with Robinhood at arbitragetrade.com slash Robinhood. We're back with Mr. Royce Wells, founder and CEO of Arbitrage Trade. Everything's crashing kind of badly right now, Royce. Um, thinking about getting out of the market. What about you? Technically, we've been out since late November, early December, Josh. But if you did dip your toe back in, our alerts did tell you about 15 days before the February 24th crash uh, to leave. And here's a fun fact. Markets don't just crash. Typically, a market crash happens when basically there is a run on the stock market, which means everyone goes and says, oh, I need to take my money because I don't want to risk my money. It's just like a run on a bank. A bank is only responsible for keeping only 10% of your money on premises at all times. So if there's a million dollars invested in your bank, they can only give you about 100,000 of it because they have to service all of the other members 
members at the bank. It's my money and I want it now. Yeah, and that's what causes crashes. So if you think about it, right, 2008 was horrible. 2009 recovered nicely. So a lot of people positioned themselves after the crash to get back into the market. And they've been holding And from 2009 all the way to, let's say, 2020, it's been a nice ride up. Well, you don't want to give back 11 years worth of waiting, do you? No. So basically, once the the cycle has ended, people start pulling out. And when they see enough people start pulling out, that triggers even more people to pull out, which makes it really, really hard to stop the snowball effect and the market from crashing. They actually have even implemented measures to halt trading to prevent stuff like this. There's, they call it crash protection. Yeah, I've noticed a couple times when they've done that over the last month or so. Yeah, they've, I think they've stopped it two or three times. But here's, here's a fun fact about just stocks in general. Let's say you have a $10 stock and then suddenly it drops to $1. According to the SEC, that's who governs who can be on each exchange. They can tell you, you have to get your stock price back over $1 or you can be delisted and go to the pink sheets, which is over the counter market. That's what we call SEC compliance, right? Yes, sir. That's exactly what SEC compliance is. And some of the some of the arbitrage analytics actually show you who is in SEC compliance or not. Yes, yes, we do. Absolutely. We want to make sure that there are no surprises. There are enough surprises in the stock market. Last thing you know, just basically being in the wrong place at the wrong time, there are definitely better places to be. So with the 180-day window that you have, you have 180 days to get back over a dollar. If you can't, those two options apply. You have to either delist or something called a reverse split, where they basically reduce the amount of shares that are out there so that way they can get their price back over a dollar. But that usually hurts the investor. I was about to say, wait a second, that that devalues the investor's investment. And the multiplier that allows them to make money. So say you had 3,000 shares and they do a 30 to 1. Now every time it moves a penny, you used to make $30 every time it moved a penny. If they did 30 to 1, now you only get $3. That's not cool. Yeah, that hurts a lot, right? So yeah. Yeah, we don't want to be there. So there's a lot of turbulence and volatility that's in the market because of this crash. And basically, a lot of people are blaming it on China. They're saying that China's not distributing stuff. There's a lot of political and geopolitical things that people are blaming the stock market crash on. But in our opinion, it's literally just we've been in the market long enough and you eventually have to take profit or you will be giving back your time and your money. And I definitely want to take profit. And the way we do that is with arbitrage trade. Stop watching and start living with arbitrage trade today at arbitragetrade.com. That's it for us. One Satoshi. No, 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 no. One Bitcoin. (laughs) That's it for us. Thanks for joining us. Join us next time on Arbitrage Trade's State of the Bands. Y'all have a great day. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC, please visit Arbitrage. 
arbitragetrade.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.